it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. So this O Steve is brought to us by Alan Green. Whoa. Someone that's not Frank Williams. I know. I'm shocked. Yeah. Quick O Steve intro idea. The scene is between Adriana and Christopher in the apartment amid an argument. Christopher says, you know. I don't fucking need this shit from you right now. Adriana, slight tremble, cry in her voice while holding her cigarette. I just don't know why you let other people who don't fucking know you affect your mentality. Christopher says, what'd you say to me? You fucking who, huh? Uh, Christopher throws, uh, shit, I'm sorry. Christopher throws... His hands in the air, snatches Adriana's purse, looking for cash, finds it, throws the bag down, and storms out of the apartment. I don't know why I went Boston there. Adriana, Adriana chases him towards the door. As it slams in her face, Adriana slides down the door while crying and grabs her dog for comfort. And while still crying, she looks downwards at the dog and goes, Oh, Steve. <laughs> What do you think? Well, what's his name again? This guy. Who Alan Green. Oh, Alan. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, Alan, I, I know you wrote that back to me a while ago, and I just, I, I've gotten more O. Steve's from uh, Frank Williams, but I just wanted to mix it up a little bit and, and read a, a new person's attempt. Um, there was really no tie-in. Clever tie-in. To it being oh Steve. You just simply said oh Steve on a moment in a moment that you created that didn't really have a tie-in to Steve. If if he would have if Christopher took the purse and went through the purse and started going right. and her dog bit him as he's going through her purse and he right. hits the dog and the dog and, and, and the dog just yell, gets a big yelp and then uh, she goes don't hit my dog. Oh, come here, baby. Oh, Steve. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but the something dog like that. It, the dog isn't involved until the very end, so there's no... Right. There's no... Or if the dog's name was Steve. Yeah, the, but that's what I'm saying. The dog has to be oh, right, Steve. Okay. She looks at her dog yeah, and yeah, goes, yeah. oh, Steve, like to her dog, calls her dog over, oh, right. Steve. Something like that. Uh, but, yeah. Got you. I don't know. All right, but it was a nice try. Uh, we're gonna give you uh, what? Do you, how many yos are you giving him? 
I don't know how many fucking yo's I'm gonna give him, but he's gotta go back to the fucking drawing board. <laughs> if we're gonna do anything with Christopher Baltusanti, it's gotta be fucking better than that. All right. Uh I'm gonna shit. give him one pack of heroin. There we go. One pack of heroin. <laughs> I like the fucking who, huh? Uh one out of five heroines. There we go. Uh this is from Bruce. Bickley. Sup, Aries and Ander. Andy, he puts in the subject bar. Chemstar. Uh, sup, Aries and Andy. I used to listen to your show more regularly when I walked to work, but I moved too far away to do that, so I fell behind. But recently, the show has been, uh, has been airing on my YouTube feed, which scares me because it's like my podcast app is telling YouTube what I'm listening to, and suddenly, you, suddenly you're appearing on my YouTube feed. This makes me nervous. Now I'm watching on YouTube, and I can give a thumbs up if that helps boost the product. Uh, you guys make me laugh so hard that I have to control myself. If it's slow at work, I'll listen to the podcast. I'm a big black dude, and it's better for me to just start laughing out of nowhere when I'm on the streets. Scary white folks who cross the street or speed up the pace to get away from me. Uh, not so good to scare white folks at work, LOL. Now, my algorithm is all about Aerie Spears and you come up on other YouTube channels. I watched you on a different channel talking about Gemma. You've been talking about Gemma for a minute, and I looked her up on Instagram under Gemma and Gemma UK. There's a lot of thick women with that name, so I was not sure if I had the right person. I'm sure you said it on Spears and Steinberg, but it was on this other podcast. I heard you refer to her Instagram as Gemstar. I searched for it. And then he puts in caps. God damn, son. Oh, shit. Son, I get it. You have opened my eyes, brother. It's like you're a preacher and you finally led me to Jesus. Excuse my language. And then he puts in caps. This bitch is bad. And it had to be said like that. Andy, I get what you mean. She looks like she was doused with gamma rays, but I get you. <laughs> Aries, I feel like she would punch me in the face and my dick would just get harder every time she decks me. Uh, you may be doing a disservice to yourself by not, not mentioning the name of her Instagram page more often. If you bring the flock to the Holy Land, at the very least, she would be down to meet you face to face so you can get down on your knees and pray for that booty. If you uh, get to hit this, do a special three hour long episode to talk about the five minutes it took you to bust a nut. <laughs> and why you assume five, nigga? I'm out one and a half. And just tell us right after it happens. I want to count down the Gemma. The first, Ten, the, the first three and a half is you trying to get your pants off. You'd be so nervous. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 10 episodes before you're announcing a very special episode of Spears and Steinberg coming soon. Call it the Book of Gemma, Chapter 1. Black men do climb mountains. Uh, I just it would be to coming soon, though. It'd be coming, coming quick. Right. Coming right. quickly. Already came. Uh, <laughs> I just needed to let you know because it has been a while since the gram truly brought me something so spectacular. I thank you. It's uh, If my grammar is off, blame Gemma's tig old biddies, LOL. You're welcome, brother. And as a treat, you know I sent you something uh, special for you to look at. <laughs> so uh, you have even more reason to thank the kid. You know what I mean? Um, what's, what I really enjoyed about that one he didn't. He didn't. Wasn't mad at me for my opinions. He actually acknowledged them. But he's into that. But he acknowledged right. my opinions 
and understood that that just isn't for me. See, that's that's great. I love I love that. This was probably my favorite email that's ever been written about Gemma and you. <laughs> Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Um, this next one comes to us from PC Organics. Uh, Godfrey, what up, ANA? Long time listening to the podcast. Love what you guys do. First time email. I just want to, uh, I love what you guys do. Uh, first time, and then you put period emailer. So that's a fuck up. Ten dollar a lot of money. Just wanted to shout out the Godfrey episode and respond to some of the emails that you guys should have more guests on the show. I totally disagree every now and then having someone come in like God, I totally disagree every now and then having someone like come in like Godfrey is great, but you guys have an odd couple vibe going on mixed with the Siskel and Ebert with the movie reviews. You guys have a great show. I appreciate the content. Hey, let me know when you guys are coming to DC. My wife and I own a dispensary out here and would love to show you guys some of the great cannabis that DC has to offer. Uh, I'll give him that date since uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll give him that oh, okay. date because I, I I want some of that DC cannabis. Uh, plus, we also deliver, so you guys don't have to feel uncomfortable going somewhere you don't know. None of the people uh, where you don't know, none of the people, and have no clue if it's safe, especially being famous. Love the show, guys. Keep up the good work, guys. Wet and then he gives the website. June uh, 15th through 18th at the DC Comedy Loft. That's June 15th through 18th. We'll be at the DC Comedy Loft. And Andy, speaking on for Andy, only does edibles. So uh, just let you know. There, I got, I got what I needed. <laughs> but no, I, I, I look forward to it. I look forward to, uh, to meeting you out there. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, that was it. Uh, yeah, we, we, everything Andy said. Uh, I don't know that I'll do any edibles because, again, I'm, I stick to my rule. I don't... Uh, I don't, I don't get high. I mean, to be honest with you, dude, I haven't smoked weed in a long time. Uh, I don't know if I'm finally about to kick weed or I'm just going through some sort of phase, but I, have, I haven't smoked weed in a long time. I, 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 for some reason, I just haven't had a desire to be high. Um, so I don't know. I'm in a weird place with weed right now. I'll do an edible on the late show Saturday. I'll get it right after the early show Saturday. And yeah. I'll do it, and we'll see what happens. If you, if you, if you, if we meet up and you give me an edible, I'll definitely do it. It has to be a reasonable milligrams, though, dude. I don't do high. I don't do large milligrams because I, I get sloppy. Like I, my, uh, my face falls off when I do edibles. If there, if, it, if it's a large milligram amount, I, I, I'm, I'm not good. Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm good for sleeping at, at that point. Um, let me. See. Oh shit! No one can read that. Um, bah, 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 bah. Carlos Zaruza, $10 a lot of <clears throat> dear ANA. Uh, there was two really good $10 emails this week. Had me rolling when the one dude had no punctuation marks only to be immediately followed by the most beautiful, eloquent email ever. I love it. When you describe bad emails as bad traffic situations, areas, the reason I'm emailing is because a while ago, I think back in episode 300, you said you guys were going to do a $10 champion. I don't know if you're saving it for the big 500 or perhaps you forgot, but dude, I'm always on edge for that one when there's a new pod. My first email ever was a $10 to yo. I didn't make it uh, even past the first sentence. That shit was like Malcolm in the middle when he trips 
on his shoelaces at the beginning of the marathon for the sick kids. Hope this one gets, uh, hope this one gets ready. You about to say red, but you put ready. So you, you, you was at the finish line, brother. And then you, you tripped on your own, ironically on your own shoelaces. <laughs> uh, hope this one gets ready and maybe other people get up in arms about a $10 championship or best of episode. Anyway, take care y'all party all the time. Yeah, Carlos, you almost made it, son. I'm telling you, I think you guys get excited when you see the finish line and y'all trip over your own dicks. You know, he might have miskeyed something, and then when you do the uh, uh, the the spell check, yeah, it doesn't always read it right, and then it'll, it'll it may, maybe he might have then it will say ready, but it's still it was on him. But it might spell check doesn't always work, is what I'm telling you. And that gra- it doesn't always. That's why you. Stuff. That's why you proofread. You got to yeah. manually inspect your shit before you send it out to the masses and see i do this all the time and you get this all the time now too is uh i i i do my text a quick text and then i send it and then i proofread it and then i have to go back and put the little star and then the right word so that when you're reading it you go i i think you figure it out already but i put it in there just so you know that i knew so you don't have to tell me later that i fucked it up yeah um Mike Ryan, the Italian guy. And I sent you this because uh, he remember he sends a picture of this oh, yeah. chick <clears throat> yeah. who he compares to Gemma. So I sent you this. Yeah. So you had the reference point. Mike Ryan, the Italian guy. Hey, fellas, uh, Aries. So I know you're hooked on Gemma Smash. Ha ha. But I follow uh, IG model. I want to see if you think she makes your cut. I know Andy will like her as Andy would say she's sturdy. You can toss her around. You could toss her around. He likes to say, <coughs> excuse me, love the pod, guys. Keep up the great work. I'll keep listening. Mike from Virginia. Sorry, I had to resend the email. Forgot the picture. $10, a lot of money. <laughs> uh, what do you think of this broad? Um, you know, it's she's okay. Yeah. And I'm being nice when I say okay. When you zoom in on her face, she has an all right face. Eh. It's all right. And the booty is is not it's not to die for. See, uh, uh, but I'm not I'm I'm not mad at that one. But uh, honestly, if it's between her and Gemma, oh shit! If I had to, oh shit! Probably still be Gemma then. My nigga, <laughs> let's go, nigga, let's go. Because if I'm gonna go out, then I might as well go all the way. And that is all the way. Yeah. But again, not, not necessarily my playground. Right. Okay. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't the worst yeah, thing I've ever seen. It, Dude, yeah, I, some, it, of those, some of those thick girls that they put, the, the IG models, you have to really like thick and get past a lot of the, uh, the nicks, the scars, the, yeah. Go the ahead. imperfections. Yeah. I know you like imperfections. I'm uh No, no, no. I I don't I don't I'm not looking for perfect, but I don't want uh straight up cottage cheese ass and legs. That, 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 and that's the thing. I like imperfections too. I like I, I think it's sexy when a girl and I'm telling you this is so weird. A beautiful beautiful woman that has like that imperfection that's obvious like a little scar, something that right. something that you you that amplifies how how beautiful she is. Because what it right. is, that it shows that imperfection. Then you see all the other beauty and you're like, damn. 
So sometimes a scar, a little something like a little something can really, you know, it changes it. It can make it really amazing. Right. All right. Um, Ali D, episode 433, Delroy Lindo. Hi, ANA. Delroy Lindo was one of my favorite actors and was wondering if you and Andy could please, please watch this four minute clip of him from the movie First Time Felon. Would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this scene. I forgot to watch this, but I also sent this to you. Yeah, I did. As a watch, reference I, point. You didn't I, watch I, it either. I, I was I was uh, traveling. I didn't have a I, okay. I, I was all over the place. Let's 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 get back to that one. Let, let's Okay, get, let's Ali get, D, we're gonna owe you one. Let's get back to that next week. But I, I, I would like to see it because I like Delroy Window. I I think he's on underrated. I, I think that I would love to see his impression of Jay Leno. I think he could do his impression? Yeah, if he could do if he could do a Jay Leno voice. His chin and Jay Leno's chin, hilarious. They rival each other. Yeah. Um, Incidentally, he's in one of my favorite movies called The Core. It's one of those end of the world movies. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, Him, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, fucked Hilary Swank, and Gerard Depardieu. No, that's not him. But yeah, it's a good movie. One of those end of the world. I movies. like Stanley Tucci a lot, man. Yeah, I, he's not bad. He's, he's, he's not been bad. A lot of good movies that I really, really like. He so. knows how to play a swarmy asshole. Yeah, I, and, and 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 back to Delroy Lindo, dude. His cadence, the way he turns his head when he says certain lines. There's something he just right. has a delivery. Like I don't know. There's a, there's just a way that he he brings a line that is is unique. That you know it's him. Mm. Uh, Taylor Williams uh, Tulsa fucking king Aries I hope you read this on the podcast After watching Tulsa king You are right Sylvester Stallone should have been Did a gangster movie with Martin Scorsese He's built for it His acting skills really showed up In a different way in this show Five yo's Yeah man Yeah I want to go back and and rewatch Get Carter Uh because I only saw it once when it first came out, so I don't even really remember it. But as much as I like Sly and Tulsa King being a badass, I want to go rewatch Get Carter and see how much of a badass he was in that. Do you think that he didn't play it because he didn't want to play an ugly character? Do you know he's yeah. always he's always been the good? The, the, yeah, the, yeah. No, I, 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 I think that maybe it just wasn't available to him. Yeah. Uh, like he may have wanted it to be, you know, I, I, who, who was it? What was I watching? Do you, but do you oh, think- I was watching a, go ahead. I was watching a clip with Johnny Depp and he was talking, he was on a, he was on like a inside the actor's studio type show. And he was telling the host about a conversation he had with Marlon Brando and Marlon basically asked him, how many movies do you do a year? And Johnny gave him the amount and uh, Marlon Brando says to him, you should be doing more, much less because, and he goes, because we only have so many faces as an actor. Right. So if you overextend yourself, you run out of faces. And I never quite heard that take before. And I thought that was interesting because it sounded like, the truth. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I, I, I would like to think, yeah, when you think about all the greatest actors, 
what makes them so phenomenal is they they play all these different roles and characters where we could see their range. But I've never heard an actor go, at some point, man, you run out of shit. You know, though, he was talking about Johnny Depp, you said, right? Yeah. As far as like a star, like, you know, a, a Hollywood star, Johnny Depp brings a lot of faces, though. When you say that, he brings a different face. Weird. He he's did a lot of those weird movies. But you don't, like, uh, Edward Scissorhands, is a different face. Like that doesn't even seem like Johnny Depp. The the cat uh, the 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 pirates of the Caribbean. That's not Johnny right. Depp. Like he, he, I mean, maybe that is part of why he does it this way because of this that conversation. But I don't even see Johnny Depp in in, in some of his movies. Very few movies do you see Johnny Depp. Uh, it's usually, uh, you know, the the character is is bigger than him as the actor. Uh, and those are, those are just how I, you know, Johnny Depp, that's how I look at him as that kind of actor. So that's interesting that he said that to him. I never saw that. That's pretty awesome. But do you think like, here's the thing with, uh, Sylvester Sloan and his, who his, I'm not saying that he doesn't have range. He's obviously so shown that he has range, but do you think if he played the Joe Pesci character in, uh, Goodfellas, could you still, could you like Stallone the same way you like Joe Pesci? Do you think he could have got to that area? That's that's what concerns me and why maybe he hasn't done this. Because I don't know. If I hadn't, if I hadn't seen Pesci first, I might be able to buy Sly because I would have had nothing to compare it to. But do you know how hard it is to be that much of a piece of shit and you still love the guy in the movie? Yeah, but it was yeah, but 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 it wasn't just that. I mean, it, it again, we talk, when I say good fellas, and this is why it holds up. And I said this, the performances, Ray, Servino, De Niro, Pesci, those, those characters and those portrayals are forever burned in your memory because, yeah, you could have a, a big stereotypical brooding, physically intimidating Italian guy be the guy that is the enforcer to scare you. But when have we ever seen a guy of Pesci's size with that voice that was just as intimidating as a big dude who looked like a lineman? And that also made it somewhat comical. Yeah, but if you been around any of these kind of, I don't want to, I'll say character in real, but real people like psychopaths, they're usually the, the small guy is the scariest guy. Because the big guy might beat your ass. He might pick you up. He could beat you with an inch of his life. The little guy, he's going to kill you. He's going to kill right. you because that's his only fucking option. Right. And once he kills you, once he once he breaks that barrier of killing someone, now it's routine. That's the problem with those little psychopathic guys. That's why that character makes sense. But I still like the guy at the end of the movie. I feel bad that he's going to get killed like that. But he deserves it. So you feel bad, but. It's right. It's right. It makes sense. Right. I don't know that I get that. I don't. I, and I'm not saying that he couldn't do it. I think he stayed away from it. Maybe not only because maybe that isn't. I don't. I don't think that's the image that he wanted to portray. I think he was very protective of his uh, of his image because that's why he's been able to go on as long as he has. Yeah, I, I think there's an email I got from somebody who says in in actuality that uh, there was a point where I think Stallone did an interview. And he even was questioning or disappointed at the fact that he didn't get more of those kinds of roles. So as you say that, I'm thinking, great question. 
if, if that's one of those, if I could ask Sly, did you not do it because you were more protective of your good guy persona? But in, in terms of what this person sent me on the email, it feels like he wanted to stretch. He wanted, he wanted to, to show a different like face. Yeah. So like, I think he'd be a good, honestly, I, I don't know if people will agree with this. I, if they ever made a really good movie about Sammy Gravano, right. I think he would be a great person to play that. Sammy Gravano. No, I thought, wait a minute. Okay, so I'm getting somebody the bull, mixed up. Sam, Sammy the Bull. Yeah, okay. So J- J- Joe, that, Joe that, Pesci never played that guy. Uh, he played characters that are like that guy. But I think, right. I think he could do it only because uh, Sammy was a very uh, engaging, big personality. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, let me see. Where where was I? Where was I? <laughs> I'll tell you this real quick, though, why I had to take yeah. that phone call. We had to take a, a quick break while I was doing this. My son, my, bo- my boys live in, uh, in, in Phoenix, and uh, I was out there. I was out there this last weekend in Phoenix, and I did uh, a weekend with uh, Harlan Williams. Had, had a good time with, with Harlan. How was that? It was good. He, he's, he's a funny guy, you know, very experienced, been doing it forever. Uh, so, you know, it was fun hanging out with them. And uh, a friend of mine started off comedy in in Arizona. He lives in, uh, bounces back between New York and, and uh, Phoenix as well. And his name is Jeff Wiles. And we were on uh, uh, on, on the show together. And it was a fun show. But I was out there for that weekend because it was my son's birthday, Max. Uh, I said that last week. So he just celebrated his 24th. Happy birthday, Max. But I'm out there and we're going to the show. Max is going to take me to the show on Saturday night. And... Uh, we're walking out to the car, and there's a there's a there's a cop car parked sideways, and the dude has his uh, assault rifle, and he's not holding it at us, but he's holding it, and he goes, "Come here," and then Max is like, "Wow," looks at me and goes, "Wow, wow," and he goes, "I'm just taking my dad to like work. Is am I going to be able to take him to work? We didn't know if we were going to be able to get to our car because of the way it was parked, whether you could get in or out, and if you wanted anybody to leave." And the cop goes, uh, he "Goes no, where do you where do you live?" And so Max tells him his his apartment number. He goes, "Okay, so you don't live." And he told him about where it was. And he said, "He goes no." He goes, "Okay, go ahead." Uh, apparently, someone just was just uh, shot and killed in the apartment where my son lives. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, my son lives in like these casitas. There's like four casitas uh, put together. So there's like a little uh, courtyard, and then there's another four casitas and four casitas and four casitas. So it's, it's just set up like casitas and it's, it's a cute place. I'm not, I, I haven't really liked it that much because they don't take care of it the way they should. Not my kids, but the, the owners. And, uh, it's the one that was directly after his. And I'm like, dude, this is just too close. So it's, and his lease is ending at the end of February. So he was calling me cause he was checking out places and he has to get out of there. I don't, I don't want him to stay there. Not just because someone got shot. I just don't like how they're taking care of the, the places. Right. But someone getting shot isn't a bad reason to move somewhere else. Um, so if anybody has a place around $2,000 at the most, uh, my, my two boys are looking for a place, two bed, two bath, somewhere in South Scottsdale or North, uh, Tempe or that edge of Phoenix in that area. Cause that's where they both work in that area. So, uh, let me know, but, uh, my kids are on the move. Uh, they want to get out of the shooting zone and the, uh, and the poorly ran place. Right. Andy comedy on uh, Instagram. Let me know. Uh, Okay. Sean uh, Godfrey, yo, smoking aces. Uh, love the Godfrey interview. Shit was flowing naturally. Every time y'all tried to wrap up the show, his last word would turn into another 30 minutes, LOL. 
uh, <laughs> I listened to the three hours, then watched the visual on YouTube. I urge your listeners to watch it. It's like a new three hours. The audio without the visual doesn't do it justice. I think I may only watch the visual on YouTube if I have a choice going forward. Uh, definitely want to see him on the pod again. 80% comedy, 20% history lesson. Sometimes you got to put the medicine in the candy. I love that. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever heard that phrase? Uh, it's close, but not put that exactly. I, I love that. Good, yeah. Sometimes you got to put the medicine in the candy. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. What people don't know is that the, the Godfrey's still doing our podcast right now. He hasn't stopped. It's been, <laughs> it's been weeks. It's still going. Ah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, he was, it, it, there was so, we really could have done another three hours. It's, it, it, it's just that once we got going, once we got going and, and you know, what was great about it is Godfrey goes at you, goes with you. And then Godfrey came over and me and him were going, God, but he never slowed down. We took breaks. Right. We took time off. He just kept going. So he's, he's great. He's out here in New York. I wish I, I have to start going more because I want to see him just out there. He's, and he's great to watch. If you ever get a chance to see him close out the shows, if you're ever at the comedy cellar or a lot of times he's at the cellar area, watch him close out the show. It's not going to be material. It's going to be him riffing and having a good time. And it is, uh, it's a show, man. It's a show. Right. Uh, Paul Marshall, Paul Marshall, uh, mailbag question. Yo, your Tony Soprano is the undisputed king when it comes to that. Fuck what you heard. You got it down packed. Question for both you guys. Out of all the comedians that passed in the last 20 years, if you could bring back, bring back, bring back. Uh, yeah, if you could bring back two of them to revive a career, which comedians would it be and why? And do you think they could beat the cancel culture system similar to the way that you, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr does? Found your show back out of touch, Vlad TV, and never looked back. You guys are amazing and will be a listener until y'all stop. Well, obviously for me, one would be Patrice. I think without a uh, doubt, that's the first without one a that doubt. Has, yeah, to bring back. Uh, and two, I would say mm, Richard Pryor. Only because if Richard was able to do comedy today, would he be able to keep up? Or would it feel dated? Would he feel dated? Wow, that's a good question. I think he, I think he would adapt if he would keep doing it. Uh, the person I would bring back, and they're not dead, is Eddie Murphy. Um, but I'd bring him back because I think his. I, I think I would love to hear his take on today. Right. He, he ain't doing. He, I know he says he's going to do it, but he ain't doing it. Uh, right. I, I just don't think. I don't think that. And, and for uh, for the reason, I don't think that he's really doing it. I don't think that he feels that he could get an honest take on his comedy and not be either an honest take or not be just just uh, uh, eviscerated as he tries to do comedy again because it's not going to be that Eddie Murphy that was twenty years old. 
It's going to be right. this, uh, and he's not going to. People aren't going to give him the time to get those. Those are those are that's a muscle. Those are legs. You got to. He may be one of the greatest, but he's going to be held at that greatest level. And right. to come back and do that, I I don't think that he can put. I don't think he can put himself out there like that. I I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think he could. But I also Bernie Mac went too soon. I would have loved to have seen Bernie Mac do something else. I, I I always wanted Robin Harris, who went way before, way just when he was getting his popularity. I would like to him to be known for more than Bebe's kids. Um, That's a good one. That's a good one. Let me let me let me swap prior for Robin Harris, Patrice and Robin Harris. Um, I would like to see Lenny Bruce, uh, not the drugged up Lenny Bruce that was just caught up in the the scandal. I would like to see what he could have done with comedy as he came out of that 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 time period. It would have been something interesting to see what happened. Because he was, I mean, when, you know, Pryor talks about him, that, that he was the innovator. He was an innovator at that time. I would like to see if he had a chance to do it with, if he could have been past the heroin and been able to be something different. But those are, those are the guys I'd like to see back. But how do you not want Pryor back, though, in some way, just because of how much he gave? And, and if he could be back without the MS and being healthy, and he was on a different, he was, he was finding his different plane, you know? And then he kind of right. got shut down health wise. So I don't know. Those are my guys. And do you think, uh, how do you think they would fare in cancer culture? I would love, I mean, the only one, when you go by can- cancel culture, the only one I need to have back is Patrice. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I hate to say that, but that's the only one we need. I mean, I would love to see these other guys, but I don't know how he'd fare. I know that he would have a crowd bigger than most because I think more people would come out to more people would come to destroy him, but more people would come out to support him. I think he'd be polarizing in a way, in a good way though, uh, where people have to make a decision and have to understand why they're why they're going a certain way. I would love for him to be here, and you know, there's a lot of guys, you being one of them, but that you know are on that that edge. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that, but he, he really leaned into it like no one else. He really was, he really felt how he knew how to manipulate that, not just for his crowd, but for all, but for anybody that was going to hear it. And so uh, to his detriment, because he was going to, like he said, he was going to affect you one way. I'm going to affect you one way or the other. You're going to hate me or love me. There was no in between. I think he would. I think he'd be polarizing. I think it would be amazing. I think that he would be uh, a subject of many uh, of the uh, uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. He would be on there like once a week, not as a person, but as they would cover something that controversy that he was having with some group of people in this country. Don't you posted this just today? Just yesterday, you posted the thing about. Uh, uh, who's the singer that uh, you posted? Aretha Franklin. Now her song is controversial, right? Natural Woman, which is unbelievable. Yeah, there has to uh, be some kind of intent to be something that needs to be disbanded or hurtful. And when she wrote that song, well, where is the intent? <clears throat> well, you know, DL Hewley posted out, and it was a repost from him, really. Uh, that song was made in, in 1968. So, you know, this was like, you know, come on. I mean, it, it, there's always been transgender people uh, since the beginning of time. But you really think Aretha Franklin had an intent in 1968? 
Well, let me ask you. I'm going to ask you this because this is coming from the white guy. When he when she's singing about natural woman, I'm assuming that she means a black natural woman who wore her hair like her regular hair, uh, who uh, who was a black woman and was a natural black woman and didn't do the things where she was bending, always bending to a white American standard. Does that have anything to do with the song? Right. Does it have anything to do with the song? Am I am I off in what I'm saying? No. I, I listen. Come on. I, we we could play this game all day. I, 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 we know what it is. We, we, we come on. We, we we know what it is. Um. Yeah. This. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So, uh, you know when now now but so now this so a culture is going to intercept another culture for for making a statement about their culture. And now that's that's hate speech to a different culture when you're only praising your culture. You know, I'm going to pat myself on the back back a little bit when I said the most dangerous thing to this group is this group. Yeah. Like, it's just like, dude. And in my caption, be who you want to be to chill the fuck out. Nobody cares. Just join the party. Don't fuck it up. I, I just... I, I think I, you know what? I'm not even going to give my opinion on this because it's not going to make a difference. Um, but I, I, I think when I think this group has a better chance at getting the momentum it wants when it has parameters, when it figures out what their parameters are, this is who we are. This is what is offensive. And it, and, and this is how we're going to go about our, our messaging and our, but when it's all over the place, I don't think this represents the, the entirety of the group. I don't think this is the whole thing. Uh, I, I think there's some age things that need to be worked into this group. Uh, some, some, you know, warning notices on the age group thing, but, uh, I, I think their parameters, I think, I think they, they're, they're, they kind of came at this boundless. Right. And uh, and this is not an LBG. Uh, I'll stop there. It's not about it's it, it, it's it's the T, the T, the T is the uh, is the <laughs> the T is the one that needs to get their parameters. They should have if you want to put LBGT, uh, uh, but there should be some uh, parameters, some parentheses around the T and then TQR, whatever they need to tighten up their. Uh, their messaging. I don't think this is the right way to go. I don't think it's going to help them in any way whatsoever. Right. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. All right. Uh, Lewis Blackshear. Um, just saying what's up. Hey, Aries and Andy. First of all, happy new year to you both with blessings and continued success. Thank you. I- Thank you. I absolutely loved the Godfrey, uh, the show with Godfrey. He dropped some major knowledge I believe needed to be learned, not to mention all of the comedic genius that was thrown around, LOL. It was like watching the NBA All-Star team, of course, the 92 team, where Andy was throwing up the shots and nothing but alley-oops. Sorry if I misspelled that. Uh, Here's a suggestion. I know we already have the kings of comedy and those brothers are legendary, I propose y'all come up with the geniuses of comedy. Oh, my God. Always in the emails. Oh, goodness. And I was doing so well. Thank God I, there's punctuation on a lot of these. <laughs> As I couldn't bear to 
just keep talking and then one just busts through the gate. Uh, it would be yourself, Aries, uh, Chappelle, Godfrey, and Dion Cole. Tommy Davidson or a fourth comedian that y'all believe could bring it. I believe that would be fascinating. Andy could host the show, adding his comedic flair. Then at the end of the show, all of y'all can do a, fi- a final or a finale of Q&A provided by Andy along with impressions, etc. Man, that would be fire. I don't know if y'all have seen or talked about this in your movie reviews, but I saw a movie over the holidays called The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey. If you haven't already, uh, check it out. It's like the most luxurious restaurant that serves nothing but man food and does not care about how the food is eaten. Sorry for the lengthy email. Love the show as always and much love to you both. P.S. I think the comedy blueprint should be a seminar for aspiring comedians. I was watching it with my 20-year-old son and we were so impressed by your delivery and comedic timing, especially with the chick in the balcony and the old school player. LOL. Happy New Year's, fellas. Uh, That movie, The Gentleman, that's the one... that takes place in like England, right? Right. It's a good. It's really good. Yeah. I see, uh, uh, Lewis, you know, we love you brother. Cause you're a podcast listener, but I could tell, uh, you haven't been listening from the beginning. Cause we actually not talked about this movie, but Andy has mentioned that he and I have both seen this movie and he talked about how good it was in past episodes in a past episode. But Aries, Aries doesn't like that, uh, that British, it's not that you don't like it. That you just have a hard, it's, hard. Time. it's, it's, it's a hard sell for me on some of the tough guy shit. Cause that accent is anything, but you know, it just, it's anything, but you don't mind Jason Statham though, doing it, but Jason's voice, you know, Jason, you know, yeah, that, that, that gruff is, 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 is makes up for it. Do you, you know, what about Idris Alba when he's, uh, when he's just talking his regular voice. Yeah, but he's not doing movies. He's just being, he's just being Idris but Elba. If he was the, doing the non-actor, it, if he was doing it with his regular voice. Yeah. I, you, I, you know, is I it going to throw you? It's going to throw you. Yeah, It's going to throw me. Is it especially throw you when it's a black guy versus a white dude? No, that don't matter. Okay. I, I just can't buy, you know, look, if this guy don't get his money, I'm going to take him in the back. All right. It should have been his knickers. I think, like thinks he's slick, isn't he? You know, I'll just, you know, that, that shit is a hard <laughs> sell to me that you are going to beat my ass when you sound like that. Yeah, Scars like this payment. I'll take, we should knock his teeth out. It'd be a cute thing to do, innit? Fuck it, innit? <laughs> you better have the money. We're going to see you tomorrow and then, you know, shoot you in your kneecaps. You don't want that, did he? I'll think we should do it, innit? That's just because you, you, uh, you just didn't grow up with those kind of gangsters. If you were from Europe, those gangsters are real. You would be, you would be like, oh yeah, those are real gangsters. Yeah, and if I grew up in a you know <laughs> gay section of Manhattan, I'd, I'd party with them fellas. But you know, I, you know what you know. Exactly, you know what you know. And and and, and America, look, come on, man. Again, let's be honest. The bully on the block. When it comes to Hollywood, when it comes to machoism, when it comes to action, everybody's trying to follow in our footsteps. We lead. We don't well, follow in nobody's footsteps. Well, after Hollywood, it's Bollywood is the biggest. So what about those Oh, gangsters? that's even better. You better have my money by tomorrow. I'm going to pay to a visit even if I have to crush your wedding. We're going to put your balls in a vice. You better have my money. I'm not playing. 
That's even worse. Hey, let me ask you. Do you I, 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 sorry, I'm doing this to you. Do you uh, do you remember Ben Rames? Uh, what he says to uh, oh, shit. at the end of Pulp Fiction, after uh, after uh, what, what's his name? What's the dude's name? Uh, John Travolta. No, the other guy. The the one Sam Jackson. No, the white dude who's can't act right now because his whatever. His oh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis. Uh, can do you know the scene that he tells Bruce Willis that he has to leave? And get out now because, and then he does the thing about the soon to be hardened racist. Uh, not for me, not, not, not uh, never mind. Because if you could do that with that, uh, uh, the Indian accent, that would be fucking hysterical. Maybe I ought to call a couple of hard pipe hitting niggas. <laughs> 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 you see uh, that's the emotion that that evokes laughter <laughs> yeah i you know i i i it's 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 so it, i i like when you do it like i think first of all okay this is just me as the comic i think it's kind of uh, making fun of that accent is it's 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 an obvious it's an obvious choice so it, it's to me it doesn't always ring with the most comedy like originality but when you do it in like uh, someone's voice, like that that thing right there. It it and and you pre- and the way you do it on stage, the way you present it. This is this. If I said it this way or this way, basically set up, dude. Right. That shit cracks me up every time. And hearing Ving, when you think, of, and that's this what's fun with what you're playing with right now. The uh, the boxer that has the the neuroses, neuroses, and then like when you just hit that right now, a Ving Rames, but an Indian. Guy, and then you think of Bollywood. That has to be just that has. I would love to see some of those movies, like a remake of an American like gangster movie in that that style would be funny. I gotta right. see. If the, I gotta see if that's even available because that right. just made me laugh like I haven't laughed in a while. That is fucking <laughs> tears came out of my eyes right now because I wasn't expecting you to hit it because you didn't say it. And then when you hit that line, Jesus, right. Uh, Jonathan Moore, Tulsa King. Hey, a and I just want to start out by saying Thursday podcast had me crying. I know I can miss some punctuations, but damn. Uh, <laughs> but damn, not that damn much. So thank you for the laughs. Anyway, I'm emailing because with the driving scenes in Tulsa King, how come they used a brake drop, green screen, or whatever that shit is called? Also, I noticed the windows were down in the outside driving scenes. But the windows were up when the scenes were inside the car. I always wanted to know why they do that. I hope I didn't get a $10 a lot of money. No, you didn't. Um, I never picked up on that. So I don't know how to answer that. I think it's because... I, I never caught that as a thing. If you if you caught the, the green screen, I think it's because they're not in Tulsa. Right. Well, I mean, unless you know Tulsa, you probably could shoot that anywhere and not know. But they probably did it in a soundstage. Ah, oh, that might have been it. Because, you know, they have to, this is the thing that, you know, this is the question people should be thinking about or answering in their own heads. Travolta doesn't have time to do a series. I'm not Travolta. I mean, uh, Sly doesn't have time for a regular series. I mean, he does, but he's doing other things. This dude produces, he writes. I mean, he acts. He doesn't have time to go take uh, three months off to go shoot a a television series. So they, they, they have to, they have to put things together in a different way. Uh, right. when you have someone like him on a show because they it has to work. Those shows work around. There's certain actors. The show works around their schedule. Most right. jobs work around the, the, the job, but some some jobs work around the actor. And he's one of those. Right. So 
that's probably why you're seeing some uh, maybe you're catching some of those irregular irregularities in, in in the in the filming. Um, Cyril P. Detroit themed scene. Yo, what up though? To Cyril P. Loving the show. Picture this: you and Andy working the assembly line at GM or Ford assembling some car. While on a snack break on the line, both of you pull out big ass bucket of fried chicken and start to knock it down. Just as you do, a fine ass female worker walks by, gives you to a ugh look <laughs> and walks off to flirt with a slimmer dude. You and Andy look at each other, then at each other's stomachs and simultaneously toss the ravaged chicken bones you were holding behind you and run to the gym. Cut to one year later. And the same girl is driving the same exact car you two were building earlier. The car then suddenly starts smoking and eventually the engine catches fire. The girl survives, is scared for life. It is found out the car had chicken bones in its engine when it was built. You and Andy find out about it, look at each other, and then at each other's slimmer stomachs again, just like earlier. And immediately y'all run back to Popeye's. Much love. Hope you enjoyed it. P.S. Shit like that used to be common at some plants up here. I'm these plants. All right. Uh, okay. We, okay. I'm trying to figure out what I make of the email. You, well, uh, you, you figure that out. I'm going to tell you a story that I realized why we work well together and why we do the things that we do. Okay. When we were in St. Louis, not St. Louis, when we were in Buffalo... We go to uh, um, to get some wings at, at a place that's close by. It was one bad wings, just wasn't the best wings. And Aries only eats the drumettes. So Aries asks, "Can I get all drums?" And she says, "No, they don't do them like that anymore. They're already pre-portioned, so they don't." And that's when I say, "Well, I want uh, wings as well. Can I have all the flats?" And Aries can have all my drumettes. Problem solved. <laughs> we moved on. Life is good. Ying and yang. Someone has to throw the alley-oop. <laughs> Somebody has to dunk it. There we go. Uh, I'm going to read one more. Yeah, you got to get going, right? Yeah. Uh, let let's do it. Let's do it. More. Let's get out. All right. I'm trying to not pick a big one. Oh, okay, this, is, this, this seems cool. Um... From you, Yulee's. I want to say Ulysses, but I know that ain't it. Uh, from Yulee's, Ulysses Buckhalter. This fucking guy. Uh, you have to have read the subject right. Don't drop the ball, homie. Been listening to the podcast for a while. Dope shit. I kind of want to see a triple threat episode. Aries, Godfrey, and Corey Holcomb. Not sure if that's spelled right. LOL. Damn, it's a B in it, but fuck it. I'm not going to go back. I digress. A few things. Clockers is definitely a hood classic. Just going to leave it at that. Y'all seem to know movies pretty well and may be as diverse as I when it comes to entertainment. So I just want to know what y'all think about a few artists, movies, and shows. If y'all touched on any already that I missed, uh, a thousand pardons. Movies, Big Fish, Shutter Island, and Thicker Than Water. Artists, Hakeem Ali, Joanna Lucas, and Toby Lou. Shows, uh, you, 
on Netflix, Ozarks, and BMF. I'm sure most of you have get uh, most of you most you have get familiar with. I'm sure most you have get familiar with. Ten dollar a lot of you. Ones you do know, interested in hearing your spill. I'm working on a character called Black Paulie that don't know he's black. Think he's Italian. If you have time and don't mind, I think I will have the voice down packed, but would like to hear how you would say it. Black Paulie walks into Popeye's. Hey, two piece fucking Tony, this fucking guy turns to side piece. I remember when I met this fucking guy, he was jacking off in a ural, urinal to a pitch of Angela Bassett. This fucking guy loves the pepper side piece. This guy right here, Black Paulie. Whoa, watch your fucking mouth. This is fucking two-piece Tony here. Show some fucking respect. Uh, he also followed me on Instagram. He gives out his Instagram. Dude, I, I'm not saying this is the case, but I want to say I, I, I've believed this would be too highly coincidental. Clearly, you were inspired by me uh, because that part where you go, um, this fucking guy loves the pepper. That's from my bit where I do the the Italian dude finding out his girlfriend or his wife has been cheating with a black dude. And he goes, hey, you fuck you and I both know Jeannie. She has a thing for the pepper. So I, I, I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. But something tells me you, you, you kindly borrowed that from me. But hey, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. I would say this. When you automatically say he's a black dude, who's a, he's a black dude that don't know he's black and he acts Italian, in terms of originality, uh, that has to go out the window because the first thing I think about is Dave Chappelle's racist blind character, a black guy that doesn't know he's black who's a white racist. I think it would be more interesting if you if he was a black guy that knew he was black but that acted Italian but never calls attention to the fact that he's acting Italian. He thinks he's acting like a black guy and he's oblivious to the fact that he's clearly acting like an Italian. Otherwise, I just think you lose points for originality. I, the first thing I thought about was the, the Chappelle character, the, the, right. the, the racist, the, the black Klan's member. Right. What about his movie choices? Did you, uh, have you seen those movies? Uh, I've heard of some of them. I haven't seen them. I know uh, BMF is that show, Black Mafia Family. They constantly show on stars. I haven't seen that. I've kind of been a little curious. Um, I haven't seen you, but I wanted to see you. I haven't seen it. Yeah, of course I've seen Ozark. Uh, and then those rappers he named, I know who they are, uh, but I've never really gotten into them. Uh, I, I'm not even knowing who they are. And then the, uh, the only movie, the movie that stands out in there that, you know, that was, I think everybody saw was Shutter Island with, right. uh, <laughs> with, uh, is that what Marlon Brando? No, that's the one with. Um, oh, that's the island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, this this is the one with um, the Titanic guy. <laughs> he was young on the Titanic. What was his name? Leonardo. Yeah, Leonardo's in Shutter Island. Oh, okay. And uh, so is the Hulk. Ah, oh, he's in that too. Yeah, Mark or Mark uh, yeah, or Ruffalo. Yeah. Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. right. It, it's good. That one was. It was interesting. It was interesting the way that they set it up. So. Uh, it's an interesting movie. I, I'm not, uh, it wasn't my award-winning movie. It wasn't a movie that I would, uh, but it was interesting. I'd watch it again. Like when, I always look at a movie, if I would watch it again, if it comes on TV and I'm sitting and I don't really have, I'm not looking for a show, but it comes on, I'd probably sit there and watch it again. Right. 
Okay. Uh, well, there it is, y'all. Here's some dates real quick. Um, you listen to this. Uh, we're in Toledo this weekend. We do have some. Uh, oh, yeah. When they're listening to that, the only chance they have is to get some Sunday tickets by the, by Thursday. So uh, I don't think there's any Friday late. And, and when I get there, I'm doing uh, some press. Two, two local TV outlets. So that'll really... Sunday Push show, guys. What's left. If you're listening to this and you want to come see uh, us in, in Toledo, I wasn't even supposed to be there. It's working out. Uh, we're going to be, uh, we'll be there. But the Sunday show looks like the only place to get some tickets if you're listening to this right now. Call, get, some, get your tickets on Sunday. Uh, February 4th, we're at the Regent Theater in Arlington, Mass. We're doing two uh, shows that night. That's it. Two shows that night. Uh, first theater show that we're doing together. Uh, that's it. Uh, Funny Bone on February 10th and 11th is Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach Funny Bone. Uh, February 17th through the 18th, uh, the Funny Bone in Albany, Albany, New York. February 24th through the 25th, we're going to be at Denver Improv in Denver, Colorado. I'll leave it at that one. You got some extra ones. If you want to know everything that's going on, and Aries dates are being added up as we speak and more dates are coming, go to ariespears.com. There it is. Uh, so there it is, uh, folks. So until next week, uh, be well. Love y'all. And uh, we out here, right? I think that's it. That's, that's a it. show. That's a show, baby. There it is. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. You mean it? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?